Stay tuned after the credits of this episode to get a little sneak peek of what's coming next on Voyager Done Right. Captain Slog, starting 48615.3. Spirit saw extremely high on board the ship after the entity known as the Custodian significantly sped up our voyage back to the Alpha Quadrant. Now, as we travel through a rather uneventful section of space, I have given the senior staff a chance to relax. We're going to start off with everyone's favorite uh, part. Uh, because we've had another time skip, I'm going to give everyone the op opportunity. And you have the opportunity to basically have your update status be... I basically did the same thing as last time. But I'm going to give you the same option again. Uh, you have the option to uh, tell me uh, something that you have done uh, in your alone time. An actual alone time. So your alone time can't include someone else. That's not the definition. And then something that you have done with either one other crew member or as many crew members as you could gather in some sort of social situation or whatever your character considers okay. off time. Do I have anyone who would like to go first? Richard. Uh, so Mr. Gill, uh, in his alone time, would be hard at work at his holo programming. I spend my time in my, my quarters. I'm doing holo programming. I, I have a whole, I guess chipset and little terminal and I'm working on that kind of stuff because I am uh, planning something a little secret that may or may not come up in the future uh, it's important yeah it's important to um, Mr. Gill that he makes this work uh, so he spends a lot of his free time doing that doing that cool doing doing, doing hollow programming Okay, That's and fine. what about and what about uh, what about socially? Uh, socially, he uh, actually. Well, how long has it been? About another two months ish. Right about months, yeah, yes. about two months. Yeah. Um. So last time he spent time with the captain, mm -hmm. um, in order to build some more camaraderie and ensure that he is continuing his work as a commanding officer. He would like to individually spend time, in turn, eventually, um, when available, each other uh, senior officer on the ship. Starting this okay. time with uh, Mr. Seraph. Mr. Seraph hap happily accepts your invitation to whatever social event you had in mind, and spends however long you had in mind being charming and witty and surprisingly outgoing. Uh, Mr. Seraph, it's a fantastic time, actually. I wanted to discuss uh, the last couple months of this voyage with you, if you do not mind. By all means. I... He takes a, he takes a moment. Wanted to... Um, before I get into any other of uh, the nitty-gritty, as I would like to say, I would like you to give me your own report and your own uh, impressions on how I have... Or, he looks a little sheepishly, have grown as the first uh you know the the, the commander of the yes the, i the believe ship. i understand what you're getting at commander of course all of the details are in my formal report but to give you a brief summary i would say that you are 
experiencing some growing pains, but likely to fill the role in the near future. Um, is there anything in the most, uh, our recent uh, adventure, if you'd no like name. to call it, where we encountered that strange being at the lighthouse? Uh, was there anything that could have been potentially done differently or better, or could I have handled my crew um, in any different way that could have been more beneficial to our mission? You, I'm sure you've noticed these things and you keep a running mental tally. I would like your, uh, your impressions on those. In, a formal report is good, but sometimes it's better to hear these kinds of things out loud. In confidence, Commander. I believe you did an excellent job. If I may be so bold as to say so, I think this is one of the first times that I saw you acting as a commander ought to, taking control of the situation, assessing your options, gathering input from your other officers, but being the one to make the decision and enforce it. Uh, Gil nods. Mr. Seraph, um, until we are required to make another stop, I would like to have more one-on-one -on -one time similar to this, maybe potentially slightly more casually, not necessarily so commander to commander, if that does interest you in the slightest. Uh, Seraph gives a small smile and inclines his head. Of course, commander, I am at your behest. Thank you, Mr. Seraph. Um, as, you, as you were, I didn't mean to, well, you more or less interrupted me, but continue on with your day. Very good, and I shall allow you to continue on with your meal. Gil laughs. I can I can go. Okay, go ahead. So, um, in the first in the first several months, it was all about getting everything set up. We were still a brand new crew, brand new ship, getting to routines. Now that's all kind of been established at this point. Um, and with all of that, between all the uh, personal holodeck time that Locke goes and does his own drills and um, goes through combat routines and stuff like that, uh, now that everything's kind of set up in a schedule, he's had a bit more free time than what he may have originally expected or anticipated. Um, so when not... Uh, doing the physical type of stuff that you would see a security personnel do, like doing laps around the ship in the morning, um, going to the holodeck targeting range in the afternoon. Um, in his own time, in his quarters, which are fairly sparse, um, Lieutenant Locke has started to meditate, learn how to meditate, and to really... Um, focus in on himself and spend time doing that to really uh, maintain a better level of self-control. Now, as for uh, social, it's been kind of an interesting couple months because um, that team-building exercise that he first initiated with the senior staff that was this uh, ancient tradition of training under this name of Dungeons and Dragons has seemed to actually become quite a lot more popular with the rest of the crew as he's expanded mm. that out to uh, kind of leading them through as a as a kind of bystander and also throwing um, 
situations and issues at the other parties that have come in to build on their team exercising um, as sort of a game master, you would say. Hmm. Okay, so who's and next? And then, aside from that, um, while that's been going on, he's actually been approached by a few people for for dates. And, uh... Wow. Yeah, I know. So, there, there's, there's been some crewmen that have come up, to him and, come up to him and asked him out. He's been kind enough to, to agree, just... Sure, why not? But uh, none of them have actually. Over here. <laughs> none of them have ended up working out successfully, because um, they're they seem really into him, and his mind is on his job at all times. So Drake, I believe you still run your your bar, yeah? Oh, absolutely. So so Lieutenant Locke doesn't actually go into your bar, and you've seen him a couple times. Okay, well, walk into you. the. Well, you've seen him a couple times walk walk into your bar with with a with another crewman uh, latched onto one of his arms, and he walks in, sits down, orders a couple drinks, uh, goes back to the table, and generally you see Lieutenant Locke after a little while get up and walk out the door without saying a goodbye to the other person. We're paying. Get back here. <laughs> wow, he's a terrible date. All right. Yes, he is. Guess he doesn't really know how to interact with people if it's not about security. <laughs> yeah, Chris is also correct. Dating a lower-ranked person is generally frowned upon as well. So, officers dating with officers is yeah. But yeah, this, this is yeah, this has been people um, <laughs> like like medical staff or other officers. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, medical staff. They yeah. know how to go with anatomy. <laughs> they, they know how to stick you good. <laughs> All right, Needles. So meditating and dating. Interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, okay. Uh, I asked, and uh, Nathaniel also asked in the chat there, is it crew men or crew women? Uh, what, mm-hmm. it, what Has it been a mix of uh, several different uh, genders or configurations you, thereof? Do you, do you not look above the uh, the neckline? What? <laughs> okay, well, I, I do apologize. I was using crewmen as a generic. Yes, I don't no, know what it, what it would be called to be new, like uh, gender neutral. Yeah, crew's the probably crew? fine. You crew, can still, yeah, you can okay. still. I think most people would still accept crewmen. I think it's that's the rank, right? But yeah, whatever. That doesn't answer the question, though, Kirk. Yeah, the the few the few you've seen have been women. Okay. Okay. But so you're, you're not really when it's men. Yeah. You're not you're not really too <laughs> sure because it's gone so disastrously that you're like, um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> It's because he can't get drunk and relax. <laughs> I, I, this is my 17th glass. Why am I still tense? Damn he it, doesn't my metabolism. He doesn't understand how synthol works. No. Much like I didn't last week. Yeah. Who wants to go next? Drake could go. Okay, go ahead. So uh, during his free time, uh, Drake is... He mostly just holds himself up in his room. Uh, he's doing some writing. Mostly just journaling about what they've they've uh, seen, but you know he's also trying to come up with some fiction, broad strokes at the moment about their explorations or about 
space exploration in general, I suppose. And um, as his social outlet, uh, I think he would have uh, actually gone to uh, Lieutenant Commander Mirren uh, and asked if he could shadow him in engineering to see if he could learn something about the workings of a ship. Uh, seeing as he flies them all the time. You know, he has a general idea, but he's never really gotten down and dirty. He doesn't necessarily see how maintenance goes down and all the moving parts. So he's interested in learning about that. Uh, so he definitely would ask Mirren if that was a possibility. Uh, I, I sheepishly enter engineering uh, to find it ab absolutely deserted, except for... Um, the entrance to the Jeffrey's tube in the far back corner where I hear some clanging. So I go uh, to the entrance of the Jeffrey's tube and I shout in and uh, on getting no response, I, I think to myself, well, Mirren's about the only person here who would just flat out ignore me. So I'm going to assume <laughs> it's him in there and I'm going to crawl in and see if I can get him to acknowledge my presence. So uh, I do crawl in. Uh, well, in the Jeffrey tube... Sitting against the wall, you just see like a bunch of random parts lying around, and Miriam sitting there with a notebook and pages all over the place and scribbling furiously. And he's, his hair is an absolute wreck, his hair is just it's a mess. And he seems, but he, can, he seems completely absorbed in the, in the paper in front of him, like the, the paper he's writing on in front of him at the moment. Aaron. Marin. What? Oh. Oh, what are you what are you doing here? This isn't this isn't a steering wheel. How astute of you, my friend. <laughs> Shots fired. <clears throat> as um as the the helm, helmsman of the ship, I thought um it might perhaps behoove me to understand a bit more of the inner workings of the ship. And I was wondering if on my personal time, uh, when it would be, I'm not going to say convenient, because I know how you are, but maybe not extremely inconvenient for you, if I could perhaps shadow you to try and learn a thing or two about how to keep a ship in working order. <sighs> Quietly. I mean puts the notebook down and is like rubbing his temple thinking about it unfortunately i spend a lot more time doing less involved work if you're that curious i have plenty of apprentices here that you can follow around while they do some of the simpler jobs more routine maintenance but if you're that curious yeah i suppose i suppose you can be an extra eye for this. Thank you, Marin. I appreciate that greatly. I know it isn't easy for you to bring in other people, especially the layman like myself, but it's uh, I'm greatly appreciative that you're willing to take me on so I might actually learn something. Well, I sure hope you do. We, there's always more hands capable of breaking things than there are of fixing them. Hmm. Cut to a montage of him and I <laughs> Doing some, some fixing, you know. Get some 80s power rock in the background. 
Yeah, yeah with uh, happy, happy Together by the Turtles plays underneath <laughs> or something. You know, and then I, I slip on a huge oil slick and fall down, and you see Mirren in the corner laughing. And then Torx <laughs> comes to investigate, and he slips on the same oil slick. It's really hilarious. Locke um, walks by, like, uh, in you, the background with, uh, with a new person at each scene. Each scene. <laughs> <thing. Yes>. Yep. <laughs> yep. I'm loving it. And then, and then Locke each time is just straight face, not smiling. Yeah. Just kind of slowly nodding their head as the person just keeps talking. And then uh, the com- uh, the captain's uh, that? Gil pops his head in the door with a big grin on his face, ready to go, and suddenly Miriam's just gone from the scene, and you're just standing there like, <laughs> yep, that sure is this. <laughs> Alright, that was a great mod, Todd. In his private time, Serif continues to labor on something in his quarters, which he has kept sealed from standard traffic. When someone comes to call on him, he comes to the door and exits the room and and has it closed quickly behind him. And he has been troubling the engineering section as of late for parts that, if fully assembled together, could compose a fully functional transporter of some kind, although on a small scale. Besides that, you don't see much of him in his private time. He seems to be spending a lot of time closeted up working on whatever this is. Uh, He makes a few additional trips to the medical bay in the meantime, uh, one time missing the uh, third finger on his left hand below the third knuckle, the second knuckle rather. Luckily, it is the 24th century. Uh, in his public time, he encourages entertainment amongst the crew as previously, although this time oh, he yeah, has arranged a, an improv comedy night. What? allowing each of the crew members who are interested to play uh, improv comedy games with him and other members of the crew in a whose line is it anyway style. <laughs> are they are these required of the senior staff? Required no, but it's uh, recommended. <laughs> Queen, Queen heavily encourages participation. Yeah. I thought we were doing open mic. I was ready to get up there and be like, what's the deal with hyperspace navigation charts? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a real helmsman's comedian. Got to got to give the drum guy a little cue if you want to drop heavy ones like that. <laughs> he really needs I need to wink every time the punchline drops. So <laughs> So, Lieutenant Locke would uh, gracefully decline, as he has other other issues to take care of. Yes, he's too um, busy however, the... very poorly. <laughs> yes. Well, I was, I was about to say, however, even though he's not part of it the night that it happens, um, you see him begrudgingly come in with somebody around his arm as they go to sit. <laughs> it must be relatively light. <laughs> what was the social event again? An improv comedy night, because Sarah uh, puts on a show every month of some mm-hmm. sort. Yep. Yeah. With right. various members of the crew uh, joining him on stage to perform 
different comedy routines. Uh, he probably does allow like a quick open mic session, but most of it's based around the performance of comedy games or drama improv games that have a comedic twist. Um, Mirian would ex would oddly accept to go to this one, but uh, he spends most of the time in the very back corner with the Forest Whitaker eye. All right. So the only question, Nathaniel, is yes. which amongst us is going to be introducing the songs off the CD, and which of us is required to sing them? Oh boy! Oh, boy. oh no! Uh, Quinn's definitely Dr the Drew Carey uh, character. Oh yeah, Quinn's Quinn giving out the, the meaningless points. The points. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. I'll give that two pecan pies. Alright, the next game. <laughs> um, Drake Drake would be introducing. He loves to sing, but he's he knows that he is he doesn't have the requisite talent to make it funny. So he's more of like a bad karaoke. Doesn't kind of guy. doesn't doesn't Phillips doesn't Phillips and Takemi have a have a yeah. garage band or something? That's Maybe they're right, singing. They do. More power to your elbow. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so, that's that's it then. Uh, okay, Mirren, you're you're the last up. We weave um, a rich fiction here. Yes. For the most part, Mirren has been uh, secretly trying to con um, conduct his investigation. By this point, um, Mirren's actually starting to get a little bit more paranoid about it because so much time has passed since then, and nothing right. else that he's aware of has noticeably happened mm -hmm. and having so much time passed uh, he's starting to get more and more concerned about the danger of the issue mm -hmm. um, leading him to start journaling his suspicions on a regular right. basis right. Um, but also as he's doing that he's also trying to understand the new warp core technology and he's actively working with engineering to try and see if there's any way we can uh speed it up okay i see like, like it even faster yeah because like it was already a feat it, in and of itself was a right. feat but now he's he's got nothing better to do and he's become increasingly interested in um trying to speed it up see if there's any way that they can improve upon the technology um, especially since he was inspired, to, so to speak, when our trip was sped up for after visiting that planet. It's, um, right. yes, opened it was. His, yeah. it's said, opened his mind like six years. Yeah. Yeah. It's opened his mind to new possibilities and he wants to try and crack into them. Presuming I can't actually progress my, uh, my search, my, uh, investigation. That's it. Okay. Um. Actually, you can if you uh, if you know how to whisper roll to me. Security. And, well, actually, it depends on what you're investigating. If you're investigating people, then it'll be security. If you're investigating the actual machinations or the devices, I'll let you use engineering. Right. And then, um, insight. I would say. Okay. Well, I'm gonna start with the devices and then people. Okay. Well, so we'll do the devices roll today, and then maybe the next time there's an off All right, chance sure. to do the other one. We'll sure. assume this was like a month-long thing, sort of culmination. Okay. All right, give me a second to respond to Mirren here, and then we will move on. 
<laughs> I'd like to mention that when I was talking to Drake uh, about joining in, it was specifically about trying to develop uh, or improve upon the warp core technology. I'm like, I'm letting him right. like sit in on those. Like if I have a meeting with other, the and with engineering to like have like a discussion board or something, those are the right. things I'd be inviting him to. Nice. Okay. Oh, dunk. I get to be part of something really important. Actually <laughs> love it. See, one thing I'm kind of curious about is how our, uh, shifts go while on the bridge when all we're doing is just traveling at warp for the eight hours. Does the does the captain like start playing some music to get everybody into the mood? Uh, does he do like random stuff? It's, we, uh, we play I Spy it's, actually. It's it's literally eight straight hours of uh, nothing but uh, Eastbound and Down by Jerry Reed. <laughs> It's just, it's that one, uh, what's new pussycat prank that they oh, play? No, there over and over. <laughs> what's new pussycat? Drake kills himself. <laughs> <laughs> it falls off the ship. I guess that just leaves Quinn at this point. Uh, Quinn does much the same as he always does when he has time off. Trying um, to peek over the world. <laughs> the Different show. <laughs> the pinky and the Quinn. Okay. Um, uh, when he's alone, and he can get the holodeck. He runs his favorite cabin simulation, plays of records, and watches the sunset. Uh, if he can't get the holodeck, then he sits either in his ready room or in his own quarters and reads his Bible by lamplight. Um, and maybe enjoys a piece of cheesecake. Uh, nobody's telling. And uh, and then for social, very very much like the same, he encourages uh, like game nights. Uh, like I said, like poker and euchre and, and that kind of thing. So now I'm uh, curious, has he competitive Tetris? The, <laughs> has he attended any of the team building sessions that uh, Locke has run? Uh, he 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 watches the team building section. Damn it! I really wanted to know who you would play. <laughs> he watches them. Who's he does the. the he does, guys? He does the. He does the the girlfriend came along and watches the session thing. So <laughs> makes you know maybe encourages people every so often. But uh, so well, the only exercise he likes to do is exercise the mind. So yeah. well, then he could be a wizard. Then would be great. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so. Bit, Although yeah. that 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 would be a funny little quip, like if 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 Quinn's just standing there, ten o'clock. He, he can't remember what to roll every time it's his turn. He asks what a d twenty is every time. Uh, yeah, anyway. so that that's it. Card games uh, when he can get friends together and uh, watching the sunsets when he can't. That's very much quite like so I'm I'm learning a lot about your characters from these, so I think it's I think it's really interesting. So and they are going somewhere, I am keeping in mind. So eventually they will culminate. Hey, this is Nathaniel Kiefer, writer, GM, and producer of Voyager Done Right. Thank you so much for listening. It really means a lot to me. Hey, if you liked what you heard today, then you can do me two big favors. Number one, keep on listening. New content every week. And number two, tell your friends and get them to start listening right now. If you want to chat with us, you can drop us a line on Twitter or join our Discord server. 
Those links are in the description, and I promise to get back to you in a reasonable time. Say, three to five years? And if you really like what you hear, you can check out our Patreon page. Nathaniel Kiefer Swimming Pool Construction Fund thanks you in advance for your time. Music from bensound.com and the cast of Voyager Done Right includes myself, Nathaniel Kiefer, as Captain Ulysses Quinn, Richard Jellison as Commander Edison Gill, Christopher Kiefer as Lieutenant Commander Seraph, Jordan Wood as Lieutenant Commander Miran Oka, Kirk Dawson as Lieutenant Leon Locke, and Thomas Hyde as Lieutenant Junior Grade Wallace Drake. Thanks so much for listening. Till next time. When Voyager is damaged and in desperate need of repair, the Wing team risks an electrical storm and a vast mountain peak to gather what the ship needs. But it will take more than good climbing equipment to scale this one. Next time on Voyager, getting over it. <laughs>